You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. Pay attention, it's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, Mike. I was on TV. Gentlemen, my lady. You will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. Sparrow. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a month. Everybody, welcome to episode 86 of the Disney Universe podcast. We are a bi-weekly podcast talking about everything in the vast universe of Disney, from the parks, movies, TV, music, video games, everything that they run, along with their IP, Lucasfilm, Pixar, especially today, Marvel, travel. 20th Century. Lots of travel. Lots of travel. And uh, of course, I can't do this. I'm one of your hosts. I can't do this by myself. I'm one of your hosts. <laughs> you could. It's not, but it's not as fun because I, I got to my right. I'm, I'm changing it up a little bit because I already started. Uh, the real life mermaid, Christy. What's hello. going on? Hello, hello. And of course, the son of darkness. He's Ryan. actually to your left. To my left. Yeah, we we, we <laughs> yeah. got it kind of a little triangle going. Hey, Have you ever going? done the show alone? Like pre me and post Corey? No. I've done segments, like well, like interviews, but not not like yeah, you know, a full show. nobody wants to listen to me ramble on. It just by wouldn't myself. be the same without the Christine Ryan banter anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, hi guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? This is, a, this is a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's how we roll. But um, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. But thank a whole you guys. A lot of it, unscripted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Structured with no structure. How's that? Are we structured? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, but. No. We're still working out the kinks, but it, it's fun to listen. At least I think so. But um, thank you guys for listening to us and finding us and uh, interacting with us. And uh, if you're new to the show, Ryan, where can they interact with us at? You guys can interact with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at uh, Disney Universe Podcast. And does someone shake their head? Oh, sorry. Um <laughs> And you can watch some of our cool videos at youtube.com slash Disney Universe TV. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other sources. Very, very cool. And yes, I'll be uploading some more uh, Disney World videos. I've kind of taken a break because there's a lot to do and been crazy busy. So I'm kind of deciding to do uh, the Little Mermaid, which is slightly different. Basically, the cue is different than the one from Disneyland, but I was going to do that anyways. And uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, because cool. that was such an amazing attraction. And even if we watched the video and had not right, written it, the video will not do the right justice. So I just feel like I need to get that out there. But um, there's another way uh, you guys can uh, interact with us. You can join our DU crew, and Chrissy's going to let you know how to do that. 
you can go to patreon.com forward slash du crew and join through one of our three marvelous tiers. Um, actually only one's Marvel, but the other two tiers, uh, to which each tier has little bonuses that I swear to you at some point in my life I will get to. Um, I promise you, you are all getting great gifts probably this weekend, although I keep promising that. But we just do want to give a special shout out to Jen, Mike, and Sasquatch. And thank you so much for supporting us and keeping us going. Yes. And uh, if you def- you know, join the join the fun crew, we got a lot of stuff going on. And I am actually working with an artist, uh, finally, to uh, get a really cool uh, piece where you guys could download on your own. It's very, very cool. And uh, I forgot to run it through uh, Christy and Ryan, but... <laughs> we'll, Sorry, wheels turning. Yeah, but we'll, uh, we'll, you know, I think you guys will like that. Um, but this topic, it, it's, it's funny because uh, Christy was literally uh, scuba diving in Catalina and she was posting so many cool pictures and I almost put, reposted one saying, hey, that looks like uh, Finding Dory, the little harbor. And actually was going to post it that way, but... We're going to be talking about uh, Pixar today. It's our Pixar Spectacular. Not really spectacular, but it just sounds good. Uh, but we're kind of going over the history of Pixar, some of our favorite things. Um, they just recently celebrated their 35th anniversary, so um, that's really cool. And, and more than half of this group is Northern Californian people. So yes. we have Pixar <laughs> almost in our backyard. It's in my boss's backyard, yes, quite and ho- literally. And hopefully we get out there soon. And also, we're going to be starting a new series uh, with Ryan and our good friend Becky, and uh, it's basically going to be a Bridezilla versus Groomzilla little little uh, series here. So the first one will be this episode, and uh, it'll be a fun little hear them plan out their their recent uh, engagements and wedding plans, and see who's the bigger wedding diva. I got my money on Ryan. So. That's, that's a fair bet. I'd take that bet. Ryan, I'm willing to bet you're pretty much a Bridezilla yourself. Uh, yeah. Nice. Either that or everything else is boring. So, <laughs> how was your wedding? Boring. It sucked. I wanted to go to Florida, but <laughs> before we get to that, though, we have a few little clickbait news, and uh, let me jump on that real quick. Uh, we got some information about DCA uh, offering a ticketed event, uh, food event, basically. So everybody's basically calling it uh, Food and Wine Festival because that's. About the time of year it uh, happens, starting. They haven't only really said what date yet, have they? They just said March. No, they just said March is when they are going to offer it. Okay, and then uh, so we got this news the about a week ago um, on the sixth, and it's yeah, just a limited time ticketed experience in mid March. So uh, they're going to have like food and everything. So we just got actually news lit today. Uh, it is the seventeenth now. And um, basically, the entire park will be open to people at this event, except for Avengers Campus. So, yay and boo, because we all want a little <laughs> little sneak peek out of Avengers Campus. Literally, the comment I made was, the one place we all want to go is the one that we're not going to get to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, this, this is looking like good news for hopefully the park's opening up more, you know, as the spring and summer get closer. So, um I don't know because you you made the uh, the reservations for April, so I mean I told you, you I, I made I them on a whim. Just kind of like, man, my guess is April. I just kind <laughs> of made the random reservations. Like, oh, the hotel's cheaper. Let's let's just book it and see what happens. If not, I'll go diving. <laughs> and here we are. Exactly. And are you planning on going to this? Absolutely. I did the the knots 
festivals. Oh, the their food. Yeah. Well, because you and I were talking about the boysenberry one just the other day. Cause yeah. I didn't see that update, but I had done three of the knots festivals, three of four, I guess, uh, food festivals that they had. And like the regular summer, fall one, then the Halloween one and the Christmas one. Correct. So are you and going to do the boysenberry one? I'm going to try maybe. Yeah. Cause I, I think know. that goes I thought from, you were going with me. Oh, of course. <laughs> We are. Uh, <laughs> and I think even though this is we a Disney podcast, that. that one, the boysenberry goes from March to May, I think. I, think. Uh, I yeah. You kind of ran yeah, into that the other day. Um, what? So is Knott's and Disney, like, are they in different, um, like, counties? Like, why did, why has Knott's started all this stuff in Disney? Knott's is actually technically a historical landmark. And that's how they got to open was through a museum historical landmark because it is a ghost town. Um, and so that's how they got to run, which was cheating. (laughs) (laughs) There's still a place to go, but it was cheating. (laughs) That's Um, so smart, but so sneaky. Yeah. And... So there were certain, like, when I first went, ooh, when did we October, go? Like, early October. Uh, September. When oh, we September, went the first, yeah. sep- the first one I went with Jay, uh, I think it was in September. Yeah, because you went, and then it literally, like, two weeks later, it switched to yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. um, but they didn't have certain aspects of it open at that time because it was only under the ghost town realm. Like, you couldn't go into whatever the little Snoopy. Camp Snoopy. Camp Snoopy, there yeah. we go. Uh, you couldn't go in there because that was technically... Um, part of a theme park and they couldn't have that open. Um, hmm. So they were just running the ghost town portion. You couldn't even walk through a lot of the theme park area. And then it suddenly opened up a little broader and you can walk through Camp Snoopy, but you couldn't do anything. And then when we were there for Christmas, it was all open. You yeah. could walk through everything. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And, and I'm just looking at the updated uh, list for DCA. So they say it's six Food booths plus Cars Land, Pacific Wharf, Pixar Pier, Grizzly Peak, and food and beverages will be available at DCA and including Buena Vista Street. So, you know, that's pretty cool because if, I mean, just wandering through DCA will be nice, you know, <laughs> at least for me. Yeah. I mean. But, um, yeah, th- there wasn't too many, too much, uh, I mean, before, I guess before, I mean, what do you think about that, Ryan? Is, is, do you think this is kind of like the baby steps to the park's opening or? I mean, um, I don't really know how like all the county stuff works. Like, I guess so, but like, why can't everyone walk around but just not sit in a seat <laughs> that moves? Uh, yeah, because like, there's probably gonna be seats for people to like sit and eat, right? I'm guessing. Pro- I, I, I'm getting. They're probably gonna have these standing like uh, tables more than sit down. I mean, there'll be some sit down places because that's how Knotts was. You could sit you there, could but sit. I'm just trying to picture. So, like, what if someone's in a wheelchair? Are they not allowed in? Because that's a moving seat. Yeah, <laughs> technically, I guess. Like, why why can't um, Incredicoaster open? Like, because social like distancing. I, like, there's no way to put them. Well, in, in yeah. the without going like, too political, it's because there. It's the same as everything else in California because there are no rules to say when they can open that they can't open because there's nothing saying what their specifications are. Like, all the restaurants have certain criteria that they have to meet all of the stores have certain criteria they have to meet none of the criteria has been laid out for the theme parks yeah no guidelines and that's the biggest zero. issues yeah um so there's not even criteria that they would have to meet to qualify it's just there's no guidelines and kind of going back to like the uh, disney road trip and what we've seen at downtown disney disney's own medical staff and experts 
They're the ones that come out with the guidelines that are even stricter than what are the strictest guidelines in the state. And that's why that's they've been so baffled. Like, you know, what, we're doing the same thing around the world, and there's been no issues. And so there's no yeah. reason why this shouldn't be happening in California. And it's yeah. really interesting because, yeah. I mean, being from up here in Northern California, doing what I do professionally, um, I just got back from a week in Southern California, and our rules up here are actually more strict. And when we have gone to Disneyland in the past since the whole pandemic, I feel the rules at Disneyland were actually more strict than what we're following even in our hospital, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of amusing because of their restrictions for masks and temperature checks and everything else there. Um, in Southern California this week, masks were kind of a, like we were just talking about it's almost a suggestion. Like most people weren't even wearing them half the time. Um, I did have one lady say something to a friend of mine because we just literally climbed out of the ocean and she's like, well, thank you for wearing your mask. And we're just like, well, we're soaking wet and covered in salt water, but sure, we'll wear that under, <laughs> under the ocean. You mean you have Good a job, lady, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, we had a self-contained breathing apparatus, but sure, um, your mask is required. But it was, it was interesting to see because I felt honestly that the rules that they were following already at downtown Disney were more strict than what I even follow in the hospital in yeah. some aspects. And, that's and I what work for so the federal government. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would think that they'd be a little more strict, but no. But yeah, that's what makes it so frustrating. And like I said, being, being at in Florida, they're doing the same things they're doing at downtown Disney. And it's just, uh, yeah, but, oh, well, anyways, <laughs> on a brighter the, the daily COVID tangent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But Hey, you know, at least, uh, they got, well, Newsom's getting recalled, it seems like, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but um, I think if anything else, like it, it sounds like from what I'm seeing with Six Flags, Knots, Universal, all of them, it sounds like everybody is just waiting for the okay. Because I, I want to say it was Six Flags that is just going to go ahead and roll open. Yeah. Um, that they're just like, okay. uh, I think the one here, because we have a small Six Flags here. Yeah, Discovery um, Kingdom. Okay. Yeah, it used to be Marine World when I was a kid. Um, but they're because they are an animal park, technically. <laughs> there's like two animals well, there. Um, did the dinosaurs count? Are the dinosaurs still there? No, I'm just thinking because when you said about not to dwell on this so, uh, uh, this long, but I, when you said uh, Knott's is a technically a landmark, wouldn't Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk be a landmark too? They're open for the boardwalk, but not the but rides. not the roller coaster. Okay, okay, stuff. that makes sense. Never mind. Um, yeah, you can go to Santa Cruz, walk you, through, you and... can walk through it, but you there you can't go there because they're still actually doing some of the beachfront things. There. Oh, okay, do they still got the arcade? I love that arcade. No, it's closed because oh. you can't sanitize between users. Oh. Um, but I, I, I want to say it was Six Flags here that's opening within the, the month oh. or two. I'd hope so. That they're just gonna like forget it and. Finest, like everybody else, there's a lot of businesses in California that are like finest, and we'll pay it. It's fine. Um, and I know that there's a lot of businesses that I know personally that are like, "What's the fine? There is no fine. Then why are we not open?" Exactly. Um, and so they're just opening. <laughs> and that's it's what's like, the frustrating thing is there's no answers. There's yeah. just like, "Well, we're closed, and that's the rules." Well, why? Well, because it says where's it say that. Well, it does. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> there, there's a lot of that going on here. Or what's the penalty? Uh, you can get a fine. Well, the other penalty is I lose my business if I don't. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'll pay the fine. It's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, going back to DCA, I just I hope this is just baby steps to eventually the parks opening up and the state and everything. So uh, just everybody, you know, don't be a jerk. Still follow the if rules. If you don't want to go, don't go. <laughs> exactly. But don't hate on people that do want to go because whatever. 
But um, we got uh, going on to the next topic. We actually just recently got um, we got the teaser poster for the Emma Stone starred Cruella uh, movie. Then we got the teaser trailer today, and uh, so I posted that on our socials. And uh, I don't know what you guys think. Uh, I'll go with you, Ryan. What did you think we saw? Boring. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew uh, you were going to say that. It looked like okay. Like it's nothing that I saw was like I need to see this movie. Except for Emma um, Stone. I'm a big fan of the the live act. Okay, what's the size? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a I'm a big fan of the live action 101 and 102 Dalmatian movies oh, when close. I was a kid. Yeah, I don't even remember who the I just I was a kid, so I don't I don't Those know. But uh, yeah, no, this looks like like an interesting take. Uh, it, it seems like it could be a little. SJWE. Sorry if I, you know, offended anyone, but yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll if it's free on Disney Plus, I'll watch it. I'm not paying thirty dollars extra well, for it. Before I get to Chrissy, that's the interesting thing. They haven't even said. It just said uh, coming May. It didn't say where it's coming to, and it's not even rated yet. So because they still pretty interesting because they're still planning on bringing movies to the theater. Hopefully, do you have theaters open there? No, they're clo- they were open and then they closed and then they're open and then they closed. So they just keep going back and <laughs> Are forth. Are there states with theaters open? There mm-hmm. is, yeah. They're still limited. Okay. And I just found out. I think we were talking about it before, but the drive-in here is open. Oh, the drive-in's been. So yeah, like, our, oh crap! I wish I had a new one. Yeah, the drive-in's been open. <laughs> but it's it's like drive-ins are open movies. here too. Yeah. Oh, like when we saw Goonies. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we can't go see Ray and the last round. Uh, you might be able to. They are releasing. There's not a lot of new movies out. Yeah. So yeah. They're not releasing a lot of new ones. But like we went at kind of the beginning of this and they're very pretty. Like, I mean, I have my truck. And yeah. you could, if you step outside your vehicle, they the security's right on you. Like wow. they're like, get in your vehicle. You have to have your mask on. Like you can't even talk to the vehicle next to you. And I'm like, dude, we're standing on our tailgates. Like yeah. nobody's actually talking to you. Like in the old days. Do you, have, yeah. do you have to have your mask on in your car? No. Not okay. in the vehicle, but if you're if you step outside your little vehicle for any reason, like if you're going to go use the restroom, the concession oh, okay. stand. Hi, hi, Ginger. Uh, Ginger likes Corella. <laughs> uh, the concession stands were open, but not like it's pre-packaged food. No popcorn, no soda, unless it was already bottled type thing, um, which was a little odd. <laughs> Ginger wants to talk and give her opinion on 101 Dalmatians. Uh, but that but was yeah. one of my favorite things about the drive-in is being able to just like pull out tailgate, picnic chairs, and not even – you're hearing the surround sound of everybody's yeah. car. So that was – Well, the, and we take the big party speaker. Yeah. Um, I have a child with autism, and it has been amazing for him because we can control the volume. We can control his environment. And if yeah. he needed to kind of spin out in the corner, we had that option for him mm-hmm. where he wasn't disrupting anyone. He could kind of isolate – himself from whatever was happening in the movie where the rest of us could still enjoy it. Yeah. And I, I mean, one of our favorite things to do was to eat, bring out the little tailgate barbecue and hang out out there. So it's been <laughs> nice and order pizza, which you can't do until we opened the studio movie group yeah. here. Um, yeah. Our, overpriced our food. Are open, but it's snowing. So <laughs> the way. apparently it's snowing everywhere, but California. Yeah. Yeah. So, parts yeah. Of, yeah. But, um, no, yeah, and I had to put this in the news, and we're talking about Corella right now, but, you know, we've gotten Are recent we? trailers of Ray and the Last Dragon. I think it looks really good, but we're talking about Corella now. So what do you think <laughs> when you just saw the trailer? I just watched the trailer because it's been a kind of a whirlwind week, as always. Um, 
I don't know. Like I said, Emma Stone looked really good in the beginning, and then she didn't. Um, Ginger really wants to give her opinion. (laughs) Uh, I didn't really see much of it. I think a minute is not enough to judge a movie. Um, I know a friend of mine had mentioned earlier, he's like, oh, Disney's releasing a new Joker movie. And that's kind of what we were talking about. And you said it was... um, Oh, Peeper's like, oh, it looks like Harley Quinn. Yeah. So... Kind of. Like, if you really dig deep, you could... The funny thing, I think, and I, I thought it looked cool, and you don't get much anything in any teaser trailer. And that's what this is, just a, hey, look, we, the movie's finally coming out. Here's a little bit, of, you know. But I got more of a Tim Burton Catwoman. And especially she says that same line, the I am a woman, hear me roar, that Michelle Pfeiffer rolled out. But I don't know, it, it got me, it's still, I still got the Batman kind of vibe, but. Um, it's Emma Stone. She's yeah. great. You know she's going to rock it no matter what exactly character so. they give her because I'll, she's I'll, phenomenal. Yeah, so I'll give this the benefit of doubt. I think it looks really good. I do like Emma Stone a lot. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was younger when the original live actions came out, so and I was a fan of those. So Ryan wants to say a joke right now. I can tell in his face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't say it. But let us know what you guys think about Cruella. And um, we do, before we get to our topics, uh, we do got a few uh, special shout-outs. Um, our good friend Jason from Interactive Realm has just recently Hi, started. Jason, what's up? Uh, his uh, Signs of Amusement YouTube channel. And uh, re- he released, uh, I think he's already released like two two or three videos by now. And uh, definitely check it out. The he has, new one was awesome. Uh, Did that... you watch the one this week? I think he sent it to me earlier this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just saw the Disneyland original signed one. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is really good. So he does some amazing work. Yeah. So we, and we he's been my craft mentor, so he's uh Christie's uh sensei when it comes to the yep. crafting. So <laughs> so if you enjoy what uh she's gonna be making for you, also thank Jason. <laughs> uh, but thank j- you, check Jason. out his uh site, um not just interactive realm, but also uh signs of amusement. And both of those are on YouTube. So tell him uh we said hi. All right, so uh, since we are in February, uh, we are celebrating Black History Month. And before we moved on, I really wanted to highlight uh, animator and Disney legend and icon uh, Floyd Norman. Uh, I was lucky enough to see him in MouseCon a couple years ago, a great panel. And um, like I said, he's an animator, but he always preferred to be called a cartoonist. And he's been working uh, since the uh, 1950s and uh, to today still. And so he's... He started in the Disney Company in the late 50s, uh, worked on features such as Sleeping Beauty. That was one of the first ones he did. Uh, the Sword in the Stone, The Jungle Book, along with a various many different animated projects that was working through the Disney Company in the late 50s and 60s. Uh, he was quoted as saying, The studio was probably the busiest it had been in many years. They were just moving into television. Disneyland was under construction. They were doing feature films. They were still doing shorts all that time. I don't think I even saw Walt Disney the first weeks because he was so busy. I couldn't have chosen a better time to start at Disney. So, um, yeah, he, he when he was in high school, he also used to get rides to the studios and they'd let him uh, kind of go through the, 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 the security guards would let him go through the buildings and kind of look around. Um, I'm kind of doing this backwards because, you know, why not? But um, he also was noted as saying, I first recognized Walt Disney's signature before I could read. Uh, I could see the famous signature on his books and comics. And I asked my grandmother, what's what is that name? She said, that's Walt Disney. I never forgot that name. I just felt like I wanted to work at the Disney studio one day. And um, 
man, if you ever get the chance to, he he's, there's a biography on him. You could get it. If you're at the Walt Disney Family Museum, you can actually purchase it there, or I'm sure you can get it on his website. Um, that he uh, was also, uh, when he was done with Disney, he teamed up with a fellow director, uh, Leo Sullivan, and they worked together on various projects, including the original Hey, 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 That's Fat Albert TV special, which aired on NBC, came back to this Disney in the 70s, worked on Robin Hood, and was doing a bunch of other uh, animation for different companies. Uh, you know, he's one of the busiest guys. I mean, I think he's still working to those days. Uh, he also even came back to uh, Disney and Pixar and worked on films such as Toy Story 2 and Monsters, Inc., and even Hunchback of Notre Dame and Mulan, and just a few other late 90s films for Disney. So uh, he has come back uh, once in a while. Uh, they'll bring him back kind of as a... Uh, I kind of a mentor and kind of get the the newer generation of animators up, but um, yeah. So just there's not enough to say about this great great man. I was lucky enough, like like I said, to see him in a panel, and uh, if you ever get the chance to hear him speak, definitely definitely check it out. And I'll just uh, end end it here with another quote of his saying, "I'm sort of a Disney kind of troublemaker, a story artist, animator." Tried to be an animator, but mainly a writer, artist, and a guy who's just trying to learn his craft. Been doing it now for about 40 years and just beginning to get the hang of it. Before we get to our Pixar, uh, little Pixar show here, uh, I forgot to mention, definitely check out our good friends over at Neverland Trading. Uh, They have a very good selection uh, right now, especially of uh, Marvel, since we're kind of, we're in the, the stretch, that was it, the, uh, Stretching the main stretch, sorry, of WandaVision and leading into uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, if you guys aren't watching this show, Ryan. You can join Ryan's team. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, this this show, I mean, I know a lot of people kind of fell off after the first couple episodes. Get back in there. Big mistake. But they've been nothing but mind-blowing episodes after every Friday and... I cannot wait to see what happens now. I mean, where we're going in the whole MCU, how everything uh, is coming together. And I'm having a lot of fun personally with just like the discussions on, okay, what is this? No, what is that? Like (laughs) knowing Marvel in the way I do and knowing the Marvel the way you do and our friends do and getting to have those little discussions with them and just, what does this mean? And like trying to hunt out the Easter eggs versus (laughs) what's actually legit. And there was so much in this last, uh, we're right now, the last couple episodes, episode six, especially. Yeah. But Five was amazing was a, too, though. Yeah, I'll just wait till it's over and then binge it. <sighs> Bad choice. It's not as fun. But uh, also, th- there's going to be a week gap between uh, the end of One Division and the beginning of Falcon Winter Soldier. So Disney Plus just announced. Uh, sorry, little side note um, that they're doing uh, Marvel Assembled. It's the making of One Division, and that'll be taking the place between those two shows. But um, yeah, so going back to uh, Neverland Trading. <laughs> Uh, they have a really cool lineup of Marvel shirts, and one of them is it's a series of shirts. It's, it's some of my favorite ones. It's the uh, uh, whatever it takes. So it has like a cap, and each one's a different Avenger. So one has like cap, and it has his hero, the Oza, a shield, and you know whatever it takes. There's a Hulk one, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye. So uh, definitely check them out. Um, our listeners and followers get a special discount at, at checkout. So just go to Dverse. And put that in the code. That's D-V-E-R-S-E. And um, check them out at NeverlandTrading.com. And uh, tell them your good friends at uh, Disney Universe sent you. And then we also have a special shout-out. And Christy will take care of that one real quick. 
Uh, we started featuring the cast member stores, and I just want to give a quick shout out to Andy, who's been so much fun to talk to over the last few weeks. Um, Andy has his own little shop called Gnome Depot, as in little genomies, G-N-O-M-E <laughs> Depot. Um, you can check him out at Gnome Depot Handmade on Facebook um, and uh, Gnome Depot on Instagram. Um, and Andy does custom patches, and you might even be able to find the DU podcast patch on there. Because um, we just ordered some for us, uh, just to kind of give it a trial run in all of Joey's many, many, many podcasts. Um, but check him out. He's got some pretty cool custom podcasts out there. Tell Andy we sent you. I don't know if that's going to get you anywhere, but Andy, we thank you so much for everything you've given us um, yeah. as far as the podcast goes. And yeah. his work is amazing. Christy showed me, and I mean, wow. It, if they look that good on a picture, I can imagine up front in person. So cannot wait to see them. And uh, maybe hopefully we'll be able to have Andy on the show one way or another uh, in the upcoming future he's been very busy and now that oh. disney's calling its cast members back i know yes. he's been very busy with it, that. I, that's and i forgot to mention that on the uh, disney universe or the dca discussion but they're calling cast members back but um yeah back finally having a good discussion a main discussion about pixar we're uh, always having good well, discussions we're always having always. But, <laughs> along with the you know we always bring up movies and you know attractions that we like but we've never really done a pixar episode so i'm glad you're here with us because you are our pixar guru nerd, nerd. and uh but me and ryan also we love uh, pixar films and everything so i figure you know 35th anniversary just passed Let's, Christy's here. Let's finally do our Pixar episode. So before we get to kind of the uh, the little nitty gritty of it, I just, I'm, I'm not going to do a whole book report, but, you know, just let you guys know that if you didn't know before, Pixar was actually started as a computer division of Lucasfilm in the early 80s. And they worked on such early films, uh, very, very early computer effects. Uh, the Wrath of Khan, which is Star Trek Two, and Young Sherlock Holmes, the old... Uh, uh, Steven Spielberg movie, and that was one of the first fully computer animated uh, scenes where Sherlock Holmes was fighting a stained glass window, and it just didn't look right with traditional 2D animation. So they kind of played around with computer animation and actually looked pretty real. Uh, then they also later on, you know, they're doing little side projects with Lucasfilm and Industrial Light and Magic. Then back in 1986, uh, they were actually Got, I don't say he became the owner, but they, they got a little financial help from uh, this one guy. You might have heard of him, Steve Jobs. He worked for a little fruit company. Uh, if you from if you've seen Forrest Gump, and uh, so after that, they really started making their, their uh, foot in um, with Industrial Light Magic in Hollywood until uh, well, basically also then uh, helping Disney and other studios in the late '80s, early '90s with computer effects. And then finally, um, in the early 90s, they were working exclusively with Disney and helping out with stuff like the computer effects for uh, 
Mary uh, Rescuers. Poppins, Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. Was well, part of theirs. Yeah. Um, Jungle Book. Rescuers the Down Under. One. Beauty and the Beast with the, you know, some of those early computer effects until finally making the first CGI movie, computer movie in 1995, which is Toy Story. And um, which uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit, but I mean, just how much of a groundbreaking film this was. Because, you know, Disney was still pretty high on their 2D classics. And so them to come out with this, um, distribute uh, Pixar's uh, Toy Story was amazing. And then after a while, you know, Disney animation was kind of fading away in the late 90s, early 2000s. And Pixar was just blowing up everything. There was hit after hit after hit. And they were actually shopping for a studio to uh, distribute. So then early on, that's when uh, Bob Iger, you know, he became the chairman of Walt Disney Company. And that was one of his first, you know, besides hitting the parks and kind of trying to fix the parks, he was like, we cannot lose Pixar. And, you know, set a deal with John Lasseter. And in 2006, Pixar became an official IP of Disney, the Walt Disney Company. And John Lasseter, who was running Pixar throughout the uh, 90s, uh, former cast member in the Jungle Cruise. Um, he became the head of animation for the Walt Disney Company until he uh, left <laughs> recently. So um, that's just a little side note on a quick little history on Pixar, whose gates are, like Chrissy said, in the our little backyard here in Emeryville. And we've been to the studio, or we've been to the studio's gate yeah, we, we, <laughs> a few times. Like jail barred yeah. through the gates. Let us in, let us really in. in. So, um, yeah. Uh, We've stood over the skate park fence and looked over from that side and the gate. And I just want to play the soccer and the field. So, um, basically, I want to ask. We we have a few little uh, categories here. um, But I guess I'll I'll start with Christy. You know, we we got five favorite movies. So, uh. Yeah, you. What are your favorite, five favorite movies? Um, obviously, Wally. That is my favorite of all. Wally. Um, I have Wally. Everything, anything I can find that is Wally. Oh, you're taking the pen. I thought you were taking my paper. I was like, don't take my notes. <laughs> uh, I have everything Wally. Um, I loved Coco. Coco was one of my favorites. Um, Finding Dory, Up, and then Cars because Cars is pretty classic. Yes. And Ryan. Yours seems to be pretty easy, and I like it. They were all boring, Ryan. Don't watch any of them. Which ones have you seen? Have you seen five Pixar films? I've seen all Pixar films. Oh. I actually grew up with Pixar. It's the first thing we can talk about on the show where I've been alive for all, like, almost everything. You were around in 85? Well, like, I mean, the movies. (laughs) I mean, like, when did Toy Story come out? 95, right? 85 is when Pixar started. No, but Toy Story. Like, that's uh, the first. 95. 95. Yeah. Yeah. I've been alive for everything. Yeah, that's oh, what we were talking about I feel about so earlier. included this show. Your, your five shows are Toy Story 1, <laughs> Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4. No, I, I have different <laughs> ones. So my five are Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, Cars, Toy Story 3, and A Bug's Life. And my honorable mention is Coco. Coco was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, I, I'm, I'm like breaking up categories. I don't want to do that. So my favorite, and I put them in the order, but there's really no particular order. 
well, after one and two, but my favorite one is also Wally, and I've said it, you know, plenty of times. That's how we became friends. That's how we became friends, so. Because we're weirdos. I, I love Wally, and I remember, I mean, I remember the first little teaser trailer where they're talking about a little robot on a napkin when they're at a little cafe, and they're like, all right, we have a fish, we have a robot, and we, you know, so the way that, I don't know, I was just, you had I just fish. love this movie at the, since the beginning, and... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of bring up some certain tie-ins to other favorite movies that Wally has, but I also love The Incredibles. Um, what this one too? Yeah, and so did you like one or two better? Well, I like. We waited a long time for two. We waited a long time for two, and it was worth it. But it's hard to top that first one, especially when the year this movie came out was a year Spider-Man Two, the Tobey Maguire one, which was considered like the best comic book movie at the time or superhero movie Still, at the no. time yeah but people are like yeah we, we the best superhero movie is the incredibles and i don't know i just love it i love the music i love the characters i love the Incredicoaster. the sequels a great incredible sequel. yeah <laughs> so um yeah that's my number two and of course number three is toy story because i mean that started everything i remember the marketing for this like i thought woody looked weird you know, when you, when you still first see him for the first time, you don't know because, I don't know, it just looked weird. Buzz looked kind of funny. I'm not, I mean, like, okay, it's, I don't get it. It's Indian in the cupboard. That's what I thought at the time. But, you know, like you see toys and, and, uh, like, it's just like Mrs. Buttersworth, you know, the little syrup bottle that comes to life when the kids are, you know. But I was floored when I first saw this movie. I remember the creepy posters oh, like, yeah. at Disney when California Adventure was opening, and you'd always see like the creepy posters. They're like, "What the heck?" <laughs> when Woody and I think yeah. um, our other family podcast um, was mentioned. <laughs> well, okay, I think we're all I, friends. <laughs> I think they mentioned it, and he was talking about the poster that, of uh, Buzz looking over the fence, and I was like, "The heck!" Oh, and I just it? remember seeing that in the in the parks, like. Okay, I've seen the movie, but that's just weird. Yeah, especially since they weren't there at the, at the yeah. time yet. So it's just like little Toy Story toys, Pee Pee Tom over at the next <laughs> park. <laughs> um, anyways, next movie <laughs> was Up. Um, Up's great. Everything about this movie, and especially, I mean, you always hear uh, the love stories that came out after that. Like, you know, oh, the first four minutes, better love story than all of Twilight movies and all this stuff. But I... The way that movie pulls on your heartstrings so easily and so quick, you know, and it doesn't matter where, but... There's uh, multiple storylines to that, yeah. though. Like, the same with Wally. Like, there's a love story. There's an um, environmentalist perspective. There yeah. is an adventure story there. There's, like, so many different aspects of that story that you can take a chunk from each mm-hmm. one of those. Yeah, so I love that. Then, of course, Coco. <laughs> Are um, you going with no on that, Ryan? <laughs> Wally's Wally, the worst Pixar movie. No, it's not. You are off the show. We do not. That is some yeah. fighting. That is some fighting words. It's just this is a little boring. <laughs> oh, of course it is. But I, you know what? I have heard that because you know people can't. People uh, don't get it. They don't get it. But and Coco, I, I love Coco. Um, I don't think anybody can say that they didn't like Coco. No, it is it, just funny going into. it. I mean, we saw it like opening day, mm-hmm. and. You know, we're, what is Disney thinking? You're like, oh, nobody's going to see this movie. Let's throw in Olaf, a 20-minute short. 
Which was horrible. That's supposed to be on TV. That's why it was so long. <laughs> it was horrible. And it was, yeah. It I was mean, horrible. but Coco is such a Coke. great movie. Oh, oh, Olaf in front, so I'm not, oh. I can't comment. <laughs> I like Olaf. And I, I, I enjoyed it, but I see it was supposed to be an ABC special. There's no reason why it should have been in front of Coco, but. Uh, but I, that, I, I mean, growing up here in Northern California, it has a very Hispanic cultural yeah. influence here and growing up it is so true to everything i know oh, me too. culturally of hispanic culture and mm-hmm. just some of the references in there it's just like oh you know she's gonna throw her chunkla at you yeah. or hear me we'll eat some that. more food like, oh, like if, and my my one of my family's growing up was from el salvador and it was the same mm-hmm. like you just get that that same influence and it, the way that they you know, I believe the talks to you, yeah. and she's gonna throw her chocolate at you. And I've had chocolate she tries to feed that. you. <laughs> what was that? You're using big words that I don't know. <laughs> chocolate is having it's a, like a flip flop <laughs> by your aunt or your mom or your, your grandma. <laughs> Grandma's gonna throw her flip. Is anyone throwing a flip flop at you? I've had oh, hangers. Yes, many times. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like she said with the food, like oh, eat some more. I'm not hungry. Have some more. That's my mom and my aunt. You during the holidays, you go to the house. You're not leaving. Well, even when I go to your mom's yeah, house, and she's even like that offering. with me, and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I know you guys just ate, but... It's five in the morning. You guys are leaving for Disneyland. Do you want breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're leaving for Disneyland. Yeah, but, I can make you breakfast. <laughs> but even uh, at the end, like, you know, uh, Mama Coco kind of reminds me of my grandma growing up, because my grandma spoke, uh, she spoke Spanglish, and so that's how I understand Spanish, but not, I don't speak it so much. Oh, yeah. So that movie always gets to the feels. And I highly recommend on Disney Plus watching the Coco live on stage. Yes. A special with the, uh, uh, the I forget his name, but the kid that played Miguel, Benjamin Bratt. It, it's it's like live music when it comes to the songs, but they're, they're watching at the Hollywood Bowl. And so like the Mariachi Divas who are DCA, they're playing. And it, it's it's so cool. But yeah, so those are my top five. But I love, so my my... My honorable mention, I think, would be Bugs Life. Were you with me when we went to Disneyland right before it came out and they had the little Coco area before we had seen the movie in in DCA? I saw it after, I think. Okay. I saw it before. And was like, because I have pictures of the the wall in DCA that was like the tribute to music and the Remember Me scene there. And I was just like, oh, I don't even know what the movie is yet. And Mm -hmm. I'm already in love. Because we went the next time and took pictures Mm -hmm. with like the, uh, the wings and stuff. And yeah. The, um, yeah. Dante or the, yeah, the tiger. The, uh, I can't think but, of it. Okay. So next, favorite three characters. And I will start with Ryan. Favorite Pixar characters. Three of them. I'm going to Woody, Buzz, and Lightning McQueen. <laughs> I was going to say Woody, Buzz. <laughs> and Lightyear. <laughs> and Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow. You get along with uh, Ty. <laughs> I got to go the opposite route. Okay. I have Mo. Hank and 22. I don't know who, who's Ho and who's Mo. And, or exactly. And <laughs> Joey Poe. knows this about me. Is yes. I'm always a fan of the sidekicks. Like, I always I always go for the underdog, the sidekicks. Mo is from Wally. He's uh, the one which cleaning is, all the dirt. Yeah, the one that just walks around and is a contaminant. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> that's Mo. Mo. Uh, Hank is the Space octopus. In, in 22 oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. is the... The little soul from Soul. Tina Fey. Yeah. Um, which, that's only my favorite because it's the sassy little sarcastic Tina Fey. Yeah. And that's what they call me at work is 22. Because my name badge said 22 for like six months. 
um, prior to the movie coming out, like well over a year ago. So it was just funny when it came out and my doctor was like, so there's a sarcastic kind of a jerk <laughs> whose name is 22 and that's what they call you here. And you're like, and she's funny. And I was like, yeah, they called me for casting. It's fine. <laughs> and when I saw the Skyliner, I saw 22. I'm like, yep, here's your, here's your uh, Skyliner. <laughs> yeah. That's mine. Those are good ones. I love Hank. Uh, and I'll, uh, I'll go back oh, to the... Oh, you've seen uh, my mask that I have. Like, yeah. My little... He has a little Hank on. No, I was just thinking about that uh, Pixar Real Life with Hank. Yeah. That one that's hilarious. That one's... Yeah, when they do the little um, aquarium. Before just... I go, have you seen the Pixar in real life on Disney Plus? Um, I've, I saw the first ones they put out. And then I was like, this is kind of geared more towards kids, so... Some of it's interesting, though. Like, yeah. there, there's the one... The Inside Out one, actually, from a psych perspective, because my original education is in psych, and had such a fun time, like, watching that like mind control thing over people thinking they were controlling the actors in central park mm-hmm. when they were doing the inside out thing, which was really cool. And then there's the Mo one or not Mo, um, Hank where Hank escapes the aquarium and the it has a stroller like remote control. Yeah. They, they put an octopus and had it yeah, remote controlled. Fun. And then there's the and even team Dory of biologists. Like yeah. <laughs> and they had the team of biologists are like, Oh my gosh, we have an octopus. Octopus escaped, and has anybody seen this wheelchair or the stroller? I cannot talk. The <laughs> stroller going around the aquarium, and it was pretty funny. Um, of course, a Wally. <laughs> and then there was the up one, the, where they the did the um, by and large, yeah, food in a cup, <laughs> like um, pizza in a cup, and uh, they needed the floaty chairs. Yeah, and people like there was that. Honestly, was surprising to me how few people recognize where that was coming from there's like one or two people that are like yeah. i've seen this before <laughs> uh, but for the most part people were like so you're gonna put nachos in a cup okay i'm in <laughs> like i'm like of all the weird things to see like our state fair stuff where they're yeah. like whatever deep fried ingredient today and i'm like mm, ew, deep fried oreos ew uh, uh we do ew. they do the well no the ones here is like the crispy cream with the chicken in, in the middle and that's like the big oh. deal it's like a donut sandwich with chicken in the middle I, I go so to McDonald's weird. and I just get I get a patty with cheese on top and then I get two Krispy Kreme. Oh, and I, oh it's so, so gross! I'm just so thinking delicious. that the last, last time I was at the the state fair, little side tangent. It was I didn't get it because well, it's not a side tangent well, because we have the California letters, yeah, exactly. So it's fully <laughs> it's fully appropriate for this podcast. But they had Ryan get this. Okay, I'm ready. A piece of cheesecake Ooh-hoo. on a stick. Mm-hmm. It was bacon wrapped oh. and deep fried. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my, my favorite characters. <laughs> you can get me aroused on the show, Joey. Can't have that. You're going to have to edit that out, please. <laughs> uh, my favorite three characters. Uh, th- this is actually really tough because one thing that Pixar has gotten right are their characters, perfect voice casting. Um, and the one I'm going to say that has no voice is Wally. <laughs> I love he has everything a voice. about Wally. Well, yeah, I, I love his acting. Everything about Wally. Um, it's hard to pick because I know when Torcer came out, it was like just like the movie it was like, "Oh, Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear, the space guy." But then it's like, "Well, Woody's pretty awesome too." So I can't. Can they go together or no? I'll go Buzz. I didn't put mine together. I'll go Buzz. And then number three. There's a lot to choose from. 
why did I come up with this? <laughs> Only because this is one of the ones I probably quote the most, but it's Crush. Yeah. Because, I mean, I always quote the righteous, righteous, like everybody does. So. Well, and it's also one of our favorite stops at Disneyland yeah. when we go to the Animation Academy. Yeah, I love Turtle Taco Crush. And I'm like, where do I, where can I sign up for this job? So, any any honorable mentions? Because I know that's kind of tough. <laughs> or just let it go. Um, for characters? What Part about worst characters? characters? We did not include that in the category, so I'm actually going to throw it out we there. We did it because I wanted to keep it positive, but that's a good idea. There's still worst there, characters. There are some bad characters, so go ahead. You start with this one. Um, well, and I said it when we did the Soul episode that I really think, and I can't remember her name, the jazz musician, the female, oh, yeah. should have been Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I still think that. Um, Soul was playing the other day and I was somewhere, and I was like, oh, nope, still should have been Whoopi. Um, I, one thing I'll, I'll real quick about Soul, I'm really bummed about. The week after I left Disney World, they started a Soul exhibit at the uh, Liberty area in um, Epcot, and it was a history of American jazz featuring Soul. And I'm like, figures that opens the week yeah, after I leave. That would have been pretty. That would have been cool. really cool. What are you gonna say, Ryan? I'm sorry. Really cool. Honorable. I have one for honorable mention. Uh, Mater. Oh, Mater is amazing. Nice. Yeah. There is a place I actually just stopped there on my way home. Um, if, if you're driving up I-5 from Southern California to Northern California, Kettleman City has this little, um, what is the name of that actual It's restaurant? like a diner? No. It's, it's like 12 places in one. It's like one giant place. But upstairs, they have a shooting gallery. And in the shooting gallery, there's this rusty old truck with eyeballs <laughs> that goes in reverse. Um <laughs> It, it, it's not Mater, but it could be Mater's brother, twin brother. I don't know. Tater? <laughs> Tater. Um, but it, it's very fun because I, 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 for me, I distinctly remember my, my oldest is autistic. And when he was little, we'd go to Cars Land for the first time. And um, he has this problem understanding reality versus fiction. And we went to, like, he thought he was where it took. Mater lived and yeah. he was so excited to see Mater and Mater rolled out down Radiator Springs, like the the main drag there. And he was just like, like so <laughs> excited to see Mater and to him it was real. And it, I just like, that's one of my favorite memories. I know we're not on that topic yet, but, um, you brought up Mater, yeah, right, but it, it's just yeah. that image to me will always be there because what it meant to Ty and him seeing Mater for the first time, like you could have shown him the greatest superhero of all time and he'd been like meh that's fine but that's Mater and for him it was so real and seeing McQueen for the first time and I know you and I have been there a few times now yeah. um, and got to see all the characters roll out through Cruise and- yeah or the DJ that does oh, the yeah. little dance party and stuff and it's, <laughs> it's even, so uh, cool to see Red when he would be out a little bit more yeah uh, or, or even Fillmore out there is pretty phenomenal Dorothe- to see Dorothea was the one from Soul okay Still should have been Whoopi. Angela Bassett. Still should have been Whoopi. But yeah, I agree with Mater. I mean, he he was definitely the heart of that movie, which a movie had which had such surprisingly big heart, you know. So. Yeah. And I think one of the most forgotten Pixar characters is Merida. Like we, oh, as yeah. far as princesses go, like we always yeah, kind of throw. Pixar. Yeah, it is. It, she's definitely a Pixar princess, and we kind of. She's the only. We chuck her out all the time because she doesn't fit into the Disney princess realm. She doesn't quite fit the Pixar theme. So she's just kind of this forgotten. But 
what an incredible story that is. Yeah, oh, and she's I, one of the best face characters at Disneyland, no matter where you're at. Um, they have the cavalcade at Disney World at Magic Kingdom, and, uh, and you guys have probably seen that video of the the Merida who the horse got spooked by a balloon, and she the you can tell she's a real rider because she climbed off, you know, calmed the horse down enough to the the handlers. But anyways, but uh, we we were watching the cavalcade and Merida's riding Angus and. My niece is like, yeah, that's the that's the Merida that was like <laughs> that went viral. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And going back to Merida, that picks our real life when she goes to the archery. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. I love that one. <laughs> uh, my daughter is a competitive archer, and yeah. seeing that just like walk up, and just, it's like, ah. yeah, yeah, I love I that. Love that one. Uh, you were going to come up with a uh, worst character too. Another one. Oof. Uh, no, that was just my own. <laughs> Did you have any? I just still am like bothered by that one. <laughs> any characters you really don't like? I'm sure there are, but I'm just kind of put on the spot. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any. I got Inside one. Out, like, had kind of a mix for me. I know that a lot of people absolutely love that movie, and being an autistic mom, I should love that movie more because there's so much autism hint in there. But I felt like some of the characters were kind of the meh. Yeah, it was. I liked it. I think the thing I liked the most of the movie was the little uh, Haunted Mansion music that was played yeah. in the background. But I mean, I thought I liked it a lot because I liked Lewis Black who played Anger in uh, Mindy Kaling. Actually, I liked all the actors that did the voices, but I just really didn't get into the movie that much, especially after Lava, and that kind of yeah. gives up. I kind of yeah, previewing something, but um, I got a character that. And I didn't like, but basically because we got bamboozled and he was a jerk and I hated him, was Ernesto de la Cruz. Yes. <laughs> what a, agreed. What a jerk. Yes, <laughs> agreed. And uh, he, he, I totally, I mean, I, I pride myself. I'm like, okay, I can see what's going to happen. I, I, mean, I know this is going to happen because the only movies I actually got, like, what I said bamboozled was, like, Usual Suspects and Ernesto de la Cruz. <laughs> I did not see that coming, so what a jerk. And I was excited to get his pop figure and all these action figures and stuff of him, and no. <laughs> what about Arlo? You know what? This is the only <laughs> Pixar movie I've never watched was Good Dinosaur. We started watching that on Drive Down. Yeah. But not I, that we watch TV and Drive. I've, I've never, seen it. I've, that's the only one I haven't seen. It's, it, it's, it's a movie. I, I actually liked the movie, but I thought Arlo left a lot to be desired personally i i love spot because me and yeah. my sidekicks <laughs> but arlo was just kind of uh, the same like good but meh you don't really get into the character story of him yeah and I it was it was very out. land before time in some aspects not that ryan would know well, i'd rather is. have land before time <laughs> i've seen land before time mother that's way before your time <laughs> I, I had it for the vhs's <laughs> <laughs> so now so you don't have any characters you don't like? No. Okay. No, that was good. No. None of them were boring, right? <laughs> no. Uh, All the okay. ones from Soul. Okay. <laughs> uh, favorite Pixar scenes? And I'll start with you, Ryan. The fire pit scene from Toy Story 3. Ooh. Nice. I Yeah, yeah. I thought they were toast on that one. Yeah. It was very emotional night at Disney. <laughs> I watched that downtown Disney at the midnight premiere, and it was uh, so yeah. It was the music, the, just them grab, holding each other's hands. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. You got That's, any... uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think might be the most emotional movie scene of, of all time. Yeah, it's up there for sure. Any others or come back? Um, uh, the scene in Cars when they turn on all the neon lights. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Shout out to Alex who taught me about the lighting. Yeah. Um, in Radiator Springs forever ago, and it's now it's smooth. something I have to. See every time we're there is the little. Yeah, have you seen the lighting ceremony at Cars Line? Yeah, well, oh. every time I go. Yeah, yeah. I, Alex yeah. taught me Lego. that forever ago. I think the last one I saw was the uh, we saw the Christmas one because I was wondering what they're going to do for Christmas, and and it was really good, but not nothing like the mm-hmm. nothing like the regular shaboom, you know that yeah. that's classic. What about you? Some of your favorite scenes? Um, obviously the Wilderness Explorers, <laughs> um, in up. Yeah, um, where where she gives him the little grape soda pen because I'm a nerd, um, and I love that one. But uh, that's just that's just my life, if you know me. Anyway, um, you don't talk much. I like you because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could have been Ellie in a past life. Um, but also Hank's escape because my favorite is Octopus. Anyway, but um, that's just a great portion of Dory. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So mine, one of my favorite ones that I love every time I see it is when, uh, on the Incredibles, when, uh, Dash is finally able to prove his speed. And so he's running through the fours and runs through the flies or the bees. And, but then when he first realizes he could run on water and that whole scene of the, him on the water, I think it's super cool. I always like that one. And... And the uh, other one, Wally, <laughs> going back to Wally, Wally, Wally uh, dancing in space with a fire extinguisher. That's, yeah, that's always our that, favorite. That one is just. I do a, have to say, for the last what six years we've been friends, uh, my birthday is Valentine's, and you've always sent me like the uh, Wally Valentine. That's always like really cute. And, one of my favorites because there's always <laughs> some random Pixar that just seems to be the love story. The <laughs> Pixar always posts that you always send me like the happy birthday. Yeah, and if you guys, you know, we celebrated Kirstie's birthday on the on Instagram, I, I posted, and she's holding Mo. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know who Mo is, that's the character I'm holding in that photo. But um, and I always love it's a, such a little scene, but because he's always like, "Come on, Eve!" Like, you know, she's like, "No," you know. But when he sits down on the escape pod and he's looking around and next to me, <laughs> yeah, I love that little scene. So, uh, what are the two Pixar movies we have not mentioned yet? You're, you're our trivia master. Come on, Joey. Uh, Finally time to put you on the spot. I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at the levels. <laughs> Two Pixar movies we have not mentioned. Onward. Okay, there's one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It is very good. Too late. You can't break. No, I'm kidding. Uh, they oh, have Onward one. clearance stuff at Box Lunch, in case you all are wondering. I just saw it. We don't have week. Box Lunch. We do, but you can order online. Well, Ryan mentioned Pete. Monsters, Inc., Okay, so that's obviously Monsters not University. Okay. Monsters and University. Dick Same Cal- thing. Cal- Monsters Cal- 1, Cal- Monsters Cal- 2. Moving on. Uh, Ratatouille. Correct. Hey. Which is one of my favorite movies, too. I could kill a man with this thumb. <laughs> Classic. My sister, Ken knows this, will not even watch Ratatouille at all because she's scared, especially when they take over <laughs> the kitchen at the end after they get all washed. They're oh, all I'm like, so giving her hell now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Please do. 
Sorry, Nicole. She won't go on the ride with Epcot <laughs> when it opens. So, <laughs> so next ones. There's there's so many scenes though. Actually, I one of my favorite ones. I'll, I'll, this is honorable mention, but I love the scene is Toy Story two, the uh, the rest the Jesse rescue when they're on the because uh, I used to be a baggage handler at the airport and uh, that whole scene played like a western like the train uh, with the baggage carts and I love I love that whole scene and everything. So yeah, favorite thing no. Favorite shorts. Short. Well, I was trying to say because what comes with the Pixar movies, they're shorts. So that I didn't lead into that well because I blame the bourbon. But it's okay. Favorite Pixar shorts. Happy birthday shorts. me. We were drinking bourbon. <laughs> Christy. I didn't even write anything in here. And you because can how many? How many should we? We'll go all of the shorts. Um, I think you and I, like one of our favorite Disney moments is when we got to go to the, the little shorts. Yes. Thing that they had. Did you do that at Pixar? Was that there? The, the Pixar shorts? Like in a, on the 3D? It was very... Um, I don't know. Flags. Okay, so uh, during Pixar week uh, at the... Uh, where Pixar, at, it seemed like month because I think we saw it twice. Yeah, because they moved it from DCA. Then they even had them at uh, Tomorrowland. But they had three shorts and they were, they were uh, cycling them through. But before you go into the theater, they had the like the mock-ups in clay of like uh, the for the birds mm-hmm. uh, for the birds. Piper. Oh, Piper. oh okay. for the birds, Piper and lava. and lava was in one. Yeah, I and think so. The other it's one was Stella. What was with it? It wasn't Bow. Oh, thank God. Oh. Bow wasn't out yet. Bow's God. creepy. Lee's favorite character. (laughs) That was so creepy. The little dumpling that got eaten by his mom. What is the new one, though? The Uh, new one's equally creepy. Um, But it's a spark short. Oh. I don't know. Okay. But what was playing with Stella? Well, you and I went to... Was it the Lost and Found one? With the playground? Mm-hmm. Well, like the Lost of Found box comes to life, kind of. Okay, never mind. Are you talking <laughs> about the yarn one? No. That's are we talking a, about that's a spark right short? Yeah. I don't know, but what are your favorite shorts? That's a shorts? spark short. Um, For the Birds is my favorite. I'm just going to go with that. I do like Piper because I spend so much time on the water. And I sent you the video yeah. after my last your, camping your real trip. Your real-life Piper. Yeah, um, I did send you. I sent Joey a video at one of my last camping trips or one of my last ocean trips. That my daughter and I had to like stop because all these little pipers were chasing the waves like you see in the Pixar Piper. And I sent it to Joey and I was like, look, it's Pixar in real life. (laughs) You should have sent it to Disney Plus. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? What are your favorite shorts? Um, Jerry's Game is my favorite. Jerry's Game is great. I do love that one. Yes. Yeah. Probably just because I watched uh, that. One Man Band is the other one I think was playing. I love that one too. That's a good one. That was the other one that was playing. We know which one your favorite is, Joey. You don't even have to tell us. Really? I'm something about Jerry's game. I just remember that, like watching it for the first time and just brilliant. Then I love how he comes back in Toy Story 2 when he's oh, the, yeah. he's the one that fixes Woody. Nick Nack yeah. was the other one that was playing. Nick Nack. Oh, because that was the, the original. Globe. That was one of the early. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. The little snow globe. Mm-hmm. That was the other one that was so, playing. So, yeah, I'm not going to hold you in suspense. Of course, you guys know it's lava. Yeah, I love everything about lava. Everybody loves lava. But one of you my one of my favorite ones is the uh, I, I 
I agree with both of you guys. Jerry's game for the birds. I love the for the birds on uh, cars when they're doing the life is a highway. You hear the queek queek yeah. as they're driving by. Um, but the one with the clouds. Uh, remember where the their clouds are doing the little babies so the storks would pick them up and yes. drop them and there's the one cloud yeah. that was doing like oh he because he would do the stuff like the alligator so the alligator would be biting the stork and the electric eels and <laughs> I don't know what I remember this oh uh, yeah that one's such a good one I bounding I love that one that's the one with the uh, the sheep and the jackalope yes and he that gets shaved hilarious <laughs> for the birds one. they. Again, with yeah. the autism theme, uh, my son did not talk for quite some time. He was nonverbal for quite some time. And one of my favorite things was we would watch for the birds when it first came out. And he would laugh so hard at that, like when the, when the birds would all pluck off the power line. Yeah. And he would just crack up for a while after <laughs> watching that. And so it's always been my favorite just because of the memory of him just hysterically yeah. laughing over. Uh, what did that come out with? Did that come out with Cars? think so which cars was hit i mean still it must have came out the first one because of the, yeah, the little easter egg in the second one um, uh, lou that's the one i meant for the uh lost and found I don't know but i just that. totally forgot about this one uh lifted is when the the alien was trying to abduct the one guy sleeping but they mm-hmm. kept missing that one was hilarious well and i just sent you the other night like please watch popcorn yeah because so, the, oh, the spark shorts but we'll talk about that um, in a second the spark shorts if you haven't watched pop popcorn Pixar on, popcorn yeah. yeah on disney plus it's phenomenal and i text joey the other night and was like oh my god have you seen popcorn yet um because the the shorts that are in within that are awesome have you seen that yet any of those no sir watch popcorn yeah there's there's no dialogue it's old school cartoons except the uh the the bunny ducky but yeah bunny ducky. <laughs> bunny and ducky, ducky bunny, bunny ducky um favorite park involvement so this one's could and for you I'm, I'm it could be food a food item a ride a show anything so See, it was gonna be a bug's land for me and then i was like but Jack Jack Cookie Num Num. Yeah. You can get them both. There's no limits here. So I'm pretty sure two. we have a photo of Joey's face, like the first time we got the Num Num, and yeah. we were just like, With a, like, it's my favorite thing to do. It's like when I get to uh, Anaheim, I go to Disneyland, and I go over to DCA at like seven when it's kind of cooling down a little bit. You get that warm cookie, and you get a milk, and it's just like. Yeah, and then you go back for another one. It's like, mm-hmm. and then you go back. And they're like, sir, Those you're cut off. Those cookies are huge. They're so good. It is legit. They're huge. do they have a uh, Disney World anywhere? I think they do. Uh, I didn't make it to Storyland because they were going to have them there anyways, which makes no sense. Ooh, okay. But um, they do have them. Okay, good because I'm going to need one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll find out where they are because I, I remember seeing somebody post post about them. Okay, thank so, you, sir. What about you, Christy? Favorite park involvement. I was lucky enough to go to the Pixar night after dark with my daughter last year, a week before closures, mm-hmm. um, which honestly was one of my favorite moments in Pixar history. And we've had quite a few because we, uh, me, you and Jacob had gone to the Pixar, I don't know, whatever it, that was. It was the first opening week in a Pixar fest. That's what it was. Um, and which is funny because you, like the three of us had been this trio of friends forever and we got to have that. Pixar moment there, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. But my daughter and I, my daughter's grown up on Pixar, and we got to go to the Pixar After Dark. It was her Christmas present two years ago. Um, we, we did the After Dark tickets. And some of the stuff they had out there was 
just cool to see all the weird little Pixar features. <laughs> um, we got to do, well, you've seen the up photos we did because I dressed as a wilderness explorer yeah. and she dressed as Ellie <laughs> and it was cute. Um, and we'll throw that picture up somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it was just fun to see everybody dressed up and I've done a couple of the after darks in that. Um, I did the 1950s night and then I did that one, um, which was just fun to see all the little Pixar stuff. But aside from that, I honestly think it's the what's left of the Cove Bar, um, <laughs> what they've turned that restaurant into, yeah, the Lamplight Lounge. Um, and I've only been in there once since, but seeing how well they've done that restaurant and the food is all Pixar themed, the restaurant mm-hmm. itself, like you can't go in there and not stare at the artwork on the walls or yeah. the floors or the menu or the bar or it's just so incredibly Pixar. Mm-hmm. And if you're yeah. bored there, just go across the street or across <laughs> the dock and there's the store that's all Pixar stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's in your face, but it's not in your face. Right. You know? It's like, like, and you see like, the, yeah. oh, that's lava. Oh, that's this. Oh, that's like, you, you suddenly start having these moments of, I remember that short or the creepy bow that's yeah. hanging well, out the, there. Well, the store's called Knickknacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how often that changes, though, because um, we went there before when it was the princess store or whatever that was before when I bought the little girl's oh, yeah, yeah. jewelry. Yeah. It was like a princess slash duffy. Ariel. Yeah, it was It was kind of an odd store. Um, very weirdly themed store. But um, now that it's Knickknacks, it's so cool to see, like, it's the only place I feel you can buy truly Pixar stuff and I'm a Pixar nerd so <laughs> it's always been yeah, a good store that store and off the page are just sick yeah I can't yeah. go wrong with either one of those um mine I yeah, feel I like consult it's your notes for this I feel like it's too easy to say Cars Land because but Cars Land is amazing mm-hmm. but I will say the Cars Land holiday overlays um Christmas and Halloween yeah they're both really nice. yeah those are really good yeah um, like I said, it, 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 it was so crowded the first couple years or the first couple times I went to Carsland that when I realized that the pavement, you could tell like from, you know, it, the intersection was old pavement, but it was like fresh McQueen black top paved. over the yeah. top. Yeah. So, but everything about Carsland, um, I love the Incredicoaster. It's amazing. Pretty incredible. Especially, yeah, it is pretty incredible. Waka waka. Um, <laughs> But especially at night, because that's when you get the full effects of all the effects. Oh, and when you get yeah. that wafted cookie. <laughs> Jack, Jack, come down, down. I, I know that you and Jake and I have all taken pictures there, but like that one spot in Carsland, just on, like right outside Radiator Springs as you're coming underneath the tunnel. Yeah. Like that, what an amazing place, because you don't even feel like you're in Disneyland anymore, mm-hmm. because it's just yeah. like this almost Grand Canyon looking scenery yeah. behind you and you've got the theme park but you can't really hear it anymore and you can't really see it anymore it's one of those few places that you really feel you're not in the theme park anymore and i, I just love that little spot right there yeah the it's like the perfect like y- y- your perspective your your full like perspective everything's totally thrown out yeah of total random <laughs> racers day or night i'll let ryan start with this one. <laughs> i'm gonna go night because it kind of because the ride, when you're inside the ride, it's nighttime. So yeah. So it kind of flows better. Yeah, that makes sense. Christy. That's my answer. I like it at night. You know this because it's yeah. like one of our sunset rides that we try to do. Like you and I have our timeline of when we ride each <laughs> ride, but it's kind of that sunset. It's amazing at yeah. sunset. Like 
well, you do that, and then you go watch the fireworks across the way. I'm going to cheat. Right. I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to say that just before dusk, where it's still light, but then, that's like, like you said, sunset. Yeah, but that, it's, that, it's not that, quite that. ready for the fireworks. But you feel like you're going to walk off, and it's then, almost like we go to Disneyland. Then all, all, then the all time of a sudden, then it's the light show. Mm-hmm. You know, the the uh, the neon. But when you're hitting that Grand Canyon portion of it, and it's yeah. That sun setting where you can still see the silhouettes of the mountains and the waterfall, but it's not quite dark out yet. Yeah. And then you go <laughs> into the the in, the inside outside um, where it's dark, <laughs> but you get that like transition feel there versus where it's daytime nighttime. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that like soft transition. And it's like almost heart. like ooh, is it? Should I put on a sweatshirt or nah? Not yet. Kind of feel. Um, I kind of this wasn't in the notes, and I. I, I we're almost wrapped up with a Pixar, but any memorable moment anywhere uh, at in any of the parks, Pixar wise? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, well, yeah. I think I don't know if we talked about this on this show or on All Aboard, but the first time I rode Radiator Springs. Oh yeah. It, yeah, like shut down, and that was like two weeks after it opened. So the first time I went on Radiator Springs, I walked through it. Sorry if I've said it before on this show, but <laughs> that would be that would be it. It was a walkthrough. What about you, yeah. Chrissy? I've had so many memorable moments that I feel are somewhat Pixar related. Like my my son, like I said, um, Ty does listen to the show. Hi, Ty. What's up, Ty? <laughs> um, <laughs> but your, your mom has cookies for you. <laughs> I got Girl Scout cookies today. Um, thank you, Erica, Erica, one of our listeners. Yes. Thanks, Erica. Um, for my cookies. In hope. <laughs> we can't ship those to Canada. It's against the... Uh... Hopi was used in one of our uh, photo <laughs> yeah. games that you posted. <laughs> She's a Girl Scout. She gave me cookies today. Um, but his reaction to seeing Radiator Springs the first time, like I said, he has a hard time tra- like understanding the difference between reality and fiction. So watching his reaction, mm-hmm. much like yours in um, <laughs> Star Wars land, whatever... Um, but seeing that, like, this is real. This is everything he's dreamed of. Yeah. He walked into Ra- uh, Radiator Springs for the first time and just had this, like, I'm here. Um, that was really cool. And I honestly think, though, when you and Jacob and I were all in the Pixar Fest, because um, everything was like, you've got a friend of me, and these are, like, my two best Disney buddies, <laughs> and i got to share that with you too. Yeah. And for me, that was just such a cool moment. And we, um, they had the little cards that we were filling out. Oh yeah. That was like your wishes for your best friends. And I'm like, I got to share that with my two best Disney buddies. And it was pretty incredible for me to get to share that with you too. That was a lot of fun. Oh, tear. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. No, every time we've gone, like meet up with friends and Jacob and everybody, it's been a blast. Um, uh, one time in, in particular, and I'll go real quick is, when we went the year D twenty three, the last D twenty three, and we get off cars, we're like, "Hey, that's Agent Coulson. Uh, uh, what's his name? Do you know his name? In real life? I don't know. Agent Coulson from the Avengers was literally oh, yeah. in the car behind us, and so we're all trying to take pictures, you know, of the uh, uh, his his photo, and so we're like, "Oh, we got this picture," and so Chrissy enters the. We had the max pass. I have the free max pass is my AP. <laughs> so we had the, anyways, we, then we're, we're trying to not stalk him, but stalk him. But then everybody kind of came around. So I got a picture. I got a paparazzi style picture of him. 
Yeah, uh, they were trying to take yeah. pictures of the picture, and I was just like, well, I have MaxPass. We can just download the code. <laughs> so that was really cool. But, um, yeah. We saw a lot of celebrities that yeah, weekend, but it was D23. It was. So. That's when we sat next to John Stamos. Yeah, who? <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's so much. Uh, hopefully, we're, we're talking about because uh, the future of Pixar looks pretty pretty bright. Uh, they mentioned it at the um, uh, real quick at the uh, shareholders like announcement, but uh, you they just re-released a little bit mm-hmm. more information off the Lightyear movie, where it's the real Space Ranger that is the inspiration for the toy Buzz Lightyear, which will be starring Chris Evans. So that'll be pretty interesting. I hadn't really heard about it until I sent that to you today. Yeah. So then, I, of course, as I'm sending it to you, I had to like go back and look it up. <laughs> and I was like, Lightyear? And, and stupid me, because I was at work, was like, are they talking about, like, for whatever reason, I went to Lightning McQueen. <laughs> and when I was reading, I was like, what? Oh, why do we need an origin story of Lightning McQueen? And then I was like, oh, Buzz Lightyear, duh. And then started watching it, like the little clip I sent you. Yeah. And it was like... Didn't he just come from a box? Like, wasn't he just on a toy <laughs> shelf? Like, how deep well, can this go? But it's kind of interesting because the whole the whole first movie, he thought yeah. he was a real Buzz Lightyear, so now we find out who the real Buzz Lightyear yeah, is. Yeah, so that one was... In, yeah. What was the other one I sent to you? Um, Something the, red. It, it was just like little... Uh, not Easter eggs, but it was um, just little unknown facts about Pixar movies. Nope, there was another movie. Is it the red one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Turning Red. Pixar announces a movie called Turning Red, which is coming out in 2022. Um, it looks like it's about a fox. <laughs> and that's about all we got. Giant yeah, well, Red Panda. Well, the, there we go. This girl, she she's a redhead, and when she gets nervous or gets anxiety, she turns into a giant red panda. That's what the little bit they mentioned, but <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Director is... <laughs> Okay. I'm going to butcher. Dome Shi? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, intern at Pixar, hired a story artist for Inside Out, worked on Good Dinosaur, Incredibles 2, and Toy Story 4. All Ryan's favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, one more time before. Oh, and Bao. Don't and forget, bow. she did Bao. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this so is. Very excited for so far, she's not looking good. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of talk about with Pixar. Love Pixar. Um,. I just thought of a Pixar character we did not mention who is actually one of my favorites. Who? Doug. Oh, nice. Because that is one I quote Girl. all the time. We didn't mention Doug yeah. at all. Hi there. That's actually how I start my conversations with people. Love Doug. I love you and I just met you. <laughs> I just met you and I love you. D-O-double-G. So before we end our Pixar talk, Ryan, any favorite Pixar memories? Now. Um, watching Toy Story 3 for the first time. With a packed out downtown Disney theater. And everybody in tears. <laughs> yeah, we're all walking out at like 3 a.m. crying. <laughs> How many uh, Pixar's uh, have you cried through? Coco, Toy Story 3, uh, Onward, a lot. You uh, have to say Up. Everybody cried in Up. I think I was too young the first time I watched it to like you know, get all the emotions because, like, you guys are a lot older, so you guys probably thought... Screw you. <laughs> There's my curse word. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think just those three. Chris, um, oh, sorry. Favorite Pixar memory? It could be anything. One, an obvious one I'm missing. Which one? 
No, like that's what I'm saying. Like oh. if there, there's probably one that I'm missing. I but. think just watching the movies with the kids. Um, I, I think Coco is honestly one of the most memorable because you, me, the kids were there. We saw Coco on opening night, and we were so excited to see it. And it was so like what you've been brought up on, what I've been brought up on, mm-hmm. how my kids have been raised. We've all kind of grown up with this Hispanic influence, and getting to see that brought to movie screen, um, and just having us all kind of interact with that together. Yeah. I remember Maya kind of peeking over like, what am I missing? Cause yeah. there's these two grown ass adults next to me <laughs> crying or sobbing <laughs> and I'm trying to hold my hold. And my in. kid is absolutely emotionless. Like she's completely yeah. the Taurus of our family. Like there's zero emotion in her whatsoever. And cause I was mostly holding in, but once my grandma cook, mama Coco starts singing, remember me. I'm like, Oh my yeah. gosh, she remembers the words. <laughs> but I think my favorite movie, or favorite memory, is watching uh, Monsters, Inc. and seeing Boo for the first time. Because when we saw it, it was... I, I remember I, I went with like a youth group or something. It was me, then also my sister, and my niece, who my niece at the time was older, elementary school, almost junior high maybe. But Boo looked like her when she was that age. She had the little pigtails, the big eyes... You know, the little purple shirt. Yeah, no, exactly. And I'm like, and I was in tears. I'm sure my sister was. If I was in tears, I'm sure my sister was. So uh, just that, you know, felt like I saw a little cartoon version of my niece who's now like 27. But every time it's like, I still call her Boo. They have a little Boo ornament, you know, and stuff. And I don't call her Boo like, hey, what up, Boo? You know, but. (laughs) That would be creepy. Yeah, very creepy. So, (laughs) but that's still one of my favorite memories. Like, oh. That's my niece. <laughs> and then so, especially like when uh, she was little and they, we were living in Oregon and her and my sister still live in California. It's like, I don't know, just the whole like the hug she would give Sully when they're leaving and just petting and kitty. I'm like, oh, tears. Is there any you haven't cried through? Any I haven't cried through. I did not cry at Soul. Ours I was too. very surprised. I, I was expecting cry a, yeah. Soul. I, I enjoyed Soul a lot, but I was expected to be more emotionally attached. Agreed. But yeah, it's enjoyable movie, but it went totally different way. But but like, even like Toy Story two in three, not not, not really Monsters U, but like you had those feels. Yeah. And Soul was like, okay, mm, mm. well, why is that not here? Yeah, there, there's Bugs Life. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch, and I love Bugs Life, so. Oh, it's a great movie, but it's just not the yeah. same emotional attachment that yeah. you would have with Kogo or even Cars or... Yeah, exactly. All the other Pixar ones <laughs> seem to kind of reel you in. Inside out, meh. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the, thank you, San Francisco, you ruined pizza. <laughs> that one always cracks me up. But um, you guys let us know some of your favorite Pixar favorites on either movies, shorts, uh Areas at Disneyland, like I love the floats from Paint the Night, you know, all that stuff. I remember the first time we saw that. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, I um, remember when you and I were there and we saw that for the first time and it was incredible. And like all the acrobatics in it, even yeah, were exactly. phenomenal. And you're just like, well, even the Pixar parade, that they used to have. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't even mention like uh, the Main Street or the Toy Story uh, Mania, Midway Mania. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's another favorite. That was a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, let it, let us know. Don't forget Finding Nemo submarines. I love Nemo submarines. No, we don't. Oh, yeah. I actually do. I don't. They're fun. They're submarine? so human. They're so human. Florida Epcot does have a better version because they're like the doom buggy clamshells. There's one in Catalina. I know. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed our our little Pixar ramble, because uh, we do all love Pixar here, and, and we ramble a lot. Yeah, we're good at that. Um, but now you get to hear our good friend Becky and Ryan ramble about their wedding plans. Newly, Ryan the bridezilla and Becky also the bridezilla. The double bridezilla. I, I, I'm gonna give Becky much more credit than that. Ryan the bridezilla. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was Becky's idea, so she said, I'm sure she'll get a little bridezilla, but we'll find out uh, the first of our series, so I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our first min- little mini series episode of Groomzilla vs. Bridezilla or Bridezilla vs. Groomzilla. Um, I'm here with our good friend of the show, Becky. How's it going, Becky? Hey, good, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to you, too. Thank you. Well, I'm sure you guys know if you listen to the show, um, we both got engaged over the, the holiday season. Um, not to each other. <laughs> to yeah, other not people. to each other. <laughs> Let's just be clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just going to do a little mini series, Netflix style, of um, our how we got engaged. And then our next episode will be like planning the wedding. And the episode after that will probably be after the wedding. Um, so yeah, we'll do two different kind of experiences, a, a Canadian wedding and an American wedding in the middle of a pandemic. In yes. quotations, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> very unique. <laughs> That's for yeah, sure. um, but I'd like to just point out that I called your engagement uh, on your way to Disney World. I was like, "You're about to get engaged." And I like, know. No. And I then, will officially say just, you are right. Everyone, Ryan was right. Yeah, I know. I had I had a, a feeling. I was like, "You could get engaged." Like, no. <laughs> And then, and then you messaged me like two days later, like, "Hey, you were right." I was like, "I knew it." <laughs> I know. But, I totally didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. guess I was so focused on going to Disney, you know, and you know how us Disney fans are, where we're just so obsessed with where we're going to eat, what reservation we're going to have, all of that. Mm-hmm. That I was distracted. Yeah, it was a it was a good a good time to do it. Um, yeah. So do you you want to go first and kind of because yeah, it's like. Um, you didn't have to do any of the work. The guy had to do all the work. So we'll do a, a no work versus all the work <laughs> kind of story, I guess. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, was uh, Ariel surprised? Yeah, she was. She didn't even um, know until I like got down on one knee. But like I had a whole thing before it and she still didn't like pick up on it. So oh, um, I love that. We'll... Yeah, we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, I was actually kind of the same way. So um, we had reservations for Be Our Guest in Disney World, and I was really excited. I had been talking about going there pretty much since we booked the trip. I had wanted to do it. I'm a huge Beauty and the Beast fan. And so throughout that day, everything was really normal. Actually, Tim wasn't even carrying like a backpack or a bag or anything with any of his stuff. All he had was a jacket. So I just really wasn't thinking about anything. I was so focused on, you know, what attractions we were going on. I met Jen, um, you know, who is a fellow listener as well. And so I was just really focused on having a good time there. And we go to dinner at Be Our Guest. 
and we're sitting there in the ballroom and he really was smiling a lot. Like the beast came out and was waving at everyone. And I noticed he had such a cheesy smile and I even asked him why he was smiling so much, but I thought that it was because he thought that the restaurant was so much cooler than what he had expected. And I had been talking about it so much and he just didn't want to admit how cool it was type of thing. And then all of a sudden he hands yeah. me this long box that actually looked like it was going to be a bracelet or a necklace. And so when he handed it to me, my initial thought was he had gone and got me like a bracelet while we were there, you know, something like that. Okay. And then I opened it and it uh, turned into an origami rose and sitting on top Ooh. was, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I'll have to send you a picture actually. And then sitting on top was a ring and then he pulled out note cards and he's basically rewrote the song to be our guest to be my wife and he <laughs> awesome. yeah so he's like be my wife be my wife and then he wrote some of the lyrics to be stuff about us like one part instead of like That's really awesome. great stuff it's delicious it was like don't believe me ask your parents uh they said yes they approve <laughs> like stuff like that and um basically the gist of it was be be my wife uh, for a life of endless happiness. And um, I was so excited. Like he did record me while I got engaged. And once I saw that it was a ring, I said yes before he asked me anything. So looking back, we laughed and I was like, I'm really <laughs> glad that it wasn't like a friendship ring, <laughs> you know, or I don't know, something like that <laughs> before he even asked me anything. Um, but it was really exciting. I didn't even notice he was on one knee. I got up and just like hugged him and he's super tall. So in all fairness, when yeah, he he's like on, eight feet tall, right? Yeah, exactly. So when he is on one knee, it was kind of like the same height as him sitting in a way. And I almost knocked him down um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really exciting, fun. I didn't taste one bit of food that we ate the rest of the meal. <laughs> <laughs> did he have to wear a mask when he did it? So no. Um, and he said that that was one of the reasons why he did choose that place um, ahead of time is just because one, I was excited and he knows how much I like Beauty and the Beast. But then also it was the one place we did not have to wear a mask. Gotcha. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. um that plays into my proposal too. So yeah, this uh -huh. mask thing kind of uh Yeah, I've seen like pictures of like people getting engaged in front of the castle with like yeah. masks on and it just looks kinda goofy. I'm not gonna lie. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry well... if you got engaged in front of the castle, <laughs> but you got like a yeah. mask on, like I know. I'm sure it's so special. And, you know, of course you're excited, but I think I would be like, what did you say? Or are you talking yeah. to me? Because I feel like I'm always saying, what? Are you tying <laughs> your shoe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but that is awesome. Um, I would love to see that video uh, if you have it handy somewhere to send after the show. Yeah, definitely. I know Tim's kind of embarrassed because of his singing skills. That's okay. We'll only show it to our fans. We don't have that many. No, I'm just kidding. We won't, we won't share it if he doesn't want us to. Um, have you guys kind of picked a date yet? Yes, we actually just picked a date, which will oh. be May 22nd. Of this year? Of this year. Nice. Mm -hmm. So 
are you do you have like a huge or i guess we can get into planning after i guess i should tell my story first yeah tell your story i want to hear it okay so um my initial plan was to um do it at in the haunted mansion in the stretching room at like the very bottom Uh uh-huh but then so that was that was the plan because we were supposed to go in July with my brother and sister to Disney and then kind of do it with them because they came with me when I bought the ring and it was kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> sorry, when I was, um, I took her parents out to dinner to to ask them if I was allowed to marry her. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, so that, that was a, that was more stressful than asking Ariel because I was like, I, I think I thought her parents would say yes, but. Like I wasn't a hundred percent sure just because like we're we're pretty young still, so mm-hmm. um but yeah, you know was they your heart just beating oh so yeah, like every time I like I, we talk about it, uh, her dad makes fun of me because apparently I was just sweating like the whole <laughs> dinner, and it was really awkward because like when we went to the restaurant, it was a booth, and like they well, they showed up before me, and um Ariel's mom sat on one side and her dad sat on the other side, so I had to like sit beside one of them, and I had to couldn't make like complete eye contact during when I was talking um so I had to like keep moving my head and I was like sitting beside her dad and it was like it was really awkward so it just like added way more pressure and then I had the ring in my pocket when I got to the restaurant and as soon as I sat down her mom's like oh here give me your jacket I'll put it over here I was like (laughs) okay I guess I'll just ask now (laughs) they're like oh what but they her mom kind of had an idea that's what I was there for but um it was really awkward because I had to like give her my jacket but I was like I need something and then I was just like yeah I so love that. that that was a, a lot more awkward than asking Ariel. Um, but yeah, so my plan was Disney um, in the Haunted Magic stretching room, but I didn't want to do it with a mask on. Um, and that's what her dad said. He's like, don't propose to my daughter with a mask <laughs> on. I was like, yeah. okay, I'll think, of, I'll think of something else. Um, so I just, I picked a spot. We went on our first date. It's a place called Steveson where I live. It's like a little village type thing mm-hmm. um and there's a bench where we we had our first kiss it's super romantic Aww. um so i picked that bench um so i had my sister i ordered this like box on amazon where it's like you open the top and then pictures pop up and then like you open another thing and more pictures pop up oh, cool. and another thing and it, it gets to like this little mini box so I wrote on each like layer, it said, will you, and then the next one was be my, and then the next one was best friend. And the last one was forever. And then there was like a heart on the last one. Um, and it was Christmas Eve. So I like added like fake snow um, and we like decorated the bench in like twinkle lights and stuff. So, and then I had my brother and sister hide. Um, so my brother was taking pictures. And then if Ariel said, yes, my sister, I bought these like insane um like heavy duty fireworks to set off oh how cool <laughs> yeah so <laughs> ariel so read the romantic. blog <laughs> thanks i tried um <laughs> uh, so ariel got to like the last oh yeah and then the last box it was the ring box and then it was the ring wasn't in there i had the ring so then she got to that box and she opened the box and then she still didn't like clue in that it was like a proposal. <laughs> so then I got on one knee. She's like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> she's like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so, um, and then we set off the fireworks. But it was like there's townhouses like all around where it is. So uh-huh. as soon as we set off the fireworks, people like were screaming at us out of their window. And fireworks are super super illegal here. So, um, <laughs> and Ariel came in her 
own car. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. I left a note on our door because it was Christmas Eve and she just got off work. And I was like, meet here for your first gift. Um, oh, I love that. You did I such forgot. a good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot that part. Um, and then so the fireworks are going off and people are yelling. And I was like, OK, um, we just got engaged. It's great. But uh, we need to go. <laughs> so it was literally illegal. I was like, uh, we're going out for dinner later. So and I'm like, but. Uh, just meet me at the apartment and then I just like left with my brother and sister and she's like oh okay <laughs> so it was like kind of like relieve her right away um yeah and then we went out for um uh, a steak dinner but I got uh really bad food poisoning from the lobster so um <laughs> That's yeah that was really fun <laughs> yeah well that'll so, be a fun story um, yeah yeah the the night that we got engaged I was uh, not doing so hot so um yeah <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <It> was, terrible <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny though that sounds like such a great story though I love that yeah so it was is a good one and then her yeah dad was uh, on Christmas day because she was at her parents house and apparently he was just making fun of me from about the dinner <laughs> the whole time and I was sweating and stuttering and couldn't say anything and but yeah so that part felt the most stressful for you is to oh, actually yeah. talk uh, with the parents. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I wanted to be, like, do it the traditional way, and it sounds like Tim mm -hmm. did the same. Yeah, he did the same, actually, I guess on Christmas. While we were there, he had talked with my dad, and I had literally zero idea they were doing that. And then my dad called my mom over, and they played it off so well. Like, no one gave any sort of hint. Nice. You know, or anything. That's really good. Uh, mm -hmm. to, to like it was just like at dinner when you were there or at Christmas when you were there and you just didn't know <laughs> yeah I guess I was in the other room with my nephews so I was completely oblivious oh, and like nice. even my grandpa was there he had no idea my siblings had no idea that's really smooth you mm -hmm. get away with that when the whole family's there I know <laughs> so yeah yeah I do agree I think the traditional uh, way because not that you're asking for permission, but just, you know, it seems like a respect thing. Yeah. It's kind of like, I'm going to do it, but if you guys don't really don't want me to, then we can talk about it. But just like right. a, a heads up, you have to spend all this money on a wedding. <laughs> I you know. know. <laughs> Be prepared. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's kind of like the, if you wanted a small wedding, this is the, the best time to get married. Yeah, so what is. we'll talk about. Like picking our date now, and then we'll the next episode we'll talk about how we're planning it during a okay. pandemic. Um, but yeah, so you said May twenty second. Yeah, May twenty second. Does that have any significant reason or anything? Or so not really like for May, but um, twenty two is Tim's lucky number. Okay. So that works out. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, and are you hoping to have a lot of people there? So no, how we're going to do it is it actually is just going to be immediate family only and more of a civil ceremony and then out to a really nice restaurant for dinner. Um, okay. There's a restaurant in town that it's an Italian restaurant. And so it has this really pretty um, kind of long table in a uh, wine cellar. Um, so it's it's a really pretty restaurant. And anyways, then the next week or two, we're going to do a um, reception where we have a lot of people okay as long as mm -hmm. your governor lets it happen yeah exactly I guess our plan now is we're gonna do staggered 
um, because the place we're thinking of only allows 50 people. So we're thinking of giving people times so then we could fit everyone, like some people from, you know, one to three, the people who like to party come at like 730, that gotcha. sort of thing. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think it it will be good. Just, you know, yeah. trying to be creative. What about you guys? Um, we picked September 3rd. Um, so we have huge families. And mm-hmm. hopefully nobody in my family is listening to this. But we don't want anybody there besides, like, our immediate family. Uh-huh. Um, like, if everyone that my parents, like, my Indian side wanted to come and stuff, our wedding would be minimum 600 people. Mm-hmm. I get that. And, yeah, we want, like, 10 people. So... We're mm-hmm. just kind of trying to rush it. Um, so, yeah, we're we're hoping. Well, but also my dad lives in Seattle and you can't come to Canada unless you stay in a hotel for two weeks. So um, they're telling us just get married and we'll do like a dinner when we're allowed. So we might just get married at the courthouse and then have a fake ceremony at a park somewhere. Like just mm-hmm. have someone be like, eh, you're kiss the bride. Um, yeah. Something like that um, for pictures and stuff. So yeah, we just want it small and then and next year when things well, two years when things get back to normal, <laughs> we'll have like a, a fake res- a little dinner reception. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about planning um on our next episode. I don't know exactly when, but we'll have to do it before your wedding and then Definitely. um we'll do an episode after and see how it went, and then we'll do another one after my wedding to see how that went. Yeah, I um, love have you that. picked your wedding dress yet? No, I haven't. I'm actually gonna go with my mom next month. Oh, okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Ariel just got hers because she wanted oh, a black one, so um, she oh, had to like yeah. custom order it and stuff. Oh yeah, that actually brings me to something. Her ring is so unique. I really love it. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah, that's a, a Disney tie-in. Um, it's from the Disney collection at People's. Uh-huh. I think People's. So it's uh, the Ursula Ursula I or Maleficent it. ring. Okay, I thought that, but I didn't want to say anything. So mine is from the Bell collection. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. We both have That Disney. is so cool. But the way um how unique hers was is I did think that it was a Disney, but I didn't want to say anything, you know, in case it wasn't and I really don't know much about jewelry. But I, um, I don't either. That's really- it took forever <laughs> to find that. Because she wanted a black diamond. Um, yeah. And I was like, uh, where, where? I've never seen a black diamond engagement <laughs> ring. And I was like, oh, a Disney one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Maleficent. And she loves Maleficent. And it has like thorns on it and stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. I think I, that's pretty cool. I haven't seen your ring, I don't think. Yeah, I'll have to send you a picture. So technically, the one that he gave me is not really the official ring. Um, but he hadn't talked to me. He didn't know what I would like. And then because he had to check it all the way to Florida, he didn't want to do like, a, you know, expensive ring and check it. Yeah. So he got one that's really similar, but it's not, you know, as expensive or um, it's it's beautiful. I love it. So had he not told me, I would have been very happy with this one. But um, then the other one, anyways, I'm waiting for it to come in my size. But it's um, from the Bell Collection, and it's a rose. So it has like, oh, a nice. rose gold rose. So it has um, platinum and rose gold. So I feel like it's kind of unique, too. You know, not as it's, traditional. Yeah, it's from People's, too, right? Uh, well, it's from Enchanted or... Disney. But I think oh, okay. Enchanted Disney... Um, 
does them for like Zells and different places. Okay, maybe it is. Maybe her rings enchanted Disney too. And I, mm-hmm. I I'm sure I, it's from the same one, but they might just have it at different places. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. I I just saw it. And it was Disney, and it was black, and yeah. I was like, okay, here's my card. <laughs> take it. <laughs> take all my money. Uh, yeah. And then I now we have that. to uh, go get our wedding band rings. But I, I hate wearing rings, so I, I told her I'm going to put mine on a necklace. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. Have you um, found something you like, or what are you thinking? I'm just I, just, I told her, like, just, there's one on Amazon for $15. <laughs> it's uh-huh. black, and it, I'm like, just get that one. Um, I, I don't really care. Um, She found one that kind of goes along with her ring mm-hmm. in the, I think it's part of the Disney collection, too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Another ring you had to buy. I was <laughs> I was not informed, but um, yeah. But so I'm just gonna. I just want a black ring, so mm-hmm. on a necklace that I can wear in the shower, so it won't like rust or anything. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how Tim is too. Well, he's a chiropractor too, so to adjust people and have a ring on isn't really yeah. like the most comfortable. So he's gonna do a necklace too. Well, not a necklace, I don't think, but just something simple, like a simple okay. one that I think he could just wear on, I don't know if we're out or something, but he also talked about maybe just getting a tattoo. Yeah, that's what Ariel said to do too. She's like, why don't you just get mm-hmm. a tattoo? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'll do that one, but. Um, yeah, just not like, hurt. I told him like, not something cheesy, you know, or weird. <laughs> do it like a rose on his ring finger. <laughs> yeah, something so it's, you know. I could do like a mermaid tail because Ariel. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, though this is exciting. We got a lot to plan now. Well, you have yes. a, a lot to plan in a lot shorter of amount of time than I do. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I know it'll be fun to talk about that because thinking about it in a pandemic is really unique. But something I'm happy to hear from you, and I know I feel the same way, is getting to have something smaller. Because I'm totally yeah. with you. I n- never really wanted something huge. Like, I would have been so cool if he had the ring proposed and said, oh, and by the way, we're going to go elope right now. I totally would have been fine with that. Yeah, you were, I think we talked about that before. And <laughs> yeah, that's like I when I, I said you're getting engaged, that. you're like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I um, know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, but our, what we were going to do for a wedding was... Um, we had like money saved up for our wedding and we were going to do it at Disneyland um, mm-hmm. at like the, uh, the gazebo at the Disneyland hotel. But yeah, um, then beautiful. people were like, well, this person has to be there and this person, cause like the big Brown family and like, mm-hmm. well, they have to be here because yeah. And I was like, no, like when we're like, okay, you know what? Screw everyone. So we took that money and put it uh, for a honeymoon at Disney world. So we're going to stay at the uh, Polynesian resort. Oh, nice. And the Caribbean Resort, I think. Uh-huh. So yeah, we just took that money that was supposed to be at Disneyland. Money. I'm like, why don't we just spend it on ourselves? <laughs> like, screw these people. And like, not, not to yeah. be mean, but like, why are no, we spending our wedding savings, our life savings, <laughs> basically on everyone else? <laughs> yeah, that's um, how it turns into too. And like, everyone has an opinion. Like, no, you should eat. You know, have this for food. Yep. You should do this. And we're going through that right now. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. I remember to my brother's wedding, like last minute, you know, my parents are trying to add everyone they knew or they're like, oh, this person remembers when you were five, they need to come. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's literally exactly what we're going through. It's like these people yeah. I've never heard of. It's like, well, this person basically helped raise you. I'm like, who? You're like, I don't even know. This person. <laughs> yeah. I know. So, yeah, that's uh, what we're going through. I hope I no totally. one in my family listens to this. I know. No, I totally get it. But uh, <laughs> maybe, we, maybe I don't promote this one. Um, but, but yeah, so that's, it's going to, I think, be a little stressful. But also it's like kind of breaking it up into two different family weddings because we're going to do like a dinner with my dad's family and then just like a short fake ceremony with my mom's family. And then we're going to get like married at the courthouse with her. Fa- uh, yeah. So yeah. we're just kind of keep it small and short and don't spend any money because we'd rather spend it at Disney World. Mm-hmm. I fully support that. Yeah. But yeah, this was fun. Thank you, Becky, for yeah. coming on for episode why why are we Bridezilla and Groomzilla? Why why did Joey just assume we were the angry ones? <laughs> I know, you know, actually I think I had mentioned something as a joke when I had done my trip report, but uh, I do feel as though we're both very chill. Yeah. Yeah, I why yeah. I mean we need to change the title. <laughs> or let's let's talk about it after our wedding and be like, oh no, it was right. <laughs> I yeah, got so yeah, angry. We should... <laughs> Yeah, we need to like gauge it and see if that's correct. I feel yeah. like right now though, we were like the most chill bride and groom. Yeah. Well, I'm also at weddings all the time because I'm a wedding photographer. Oh, yeah, so like um I see like I I dealt with I've dealt with some bridezillas for sure. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't think we're there yet, but it's possible. I think you can just like snap, you know. Yeah, you know, when people are giving their opinions, that's where I do sometimes snap. Yeah. But... It's like, no, this is my wedding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are you are you paying for it? And like, yes, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, no, we'll we'll do another episode uh closer to your date. Um and then we'll do one, I guess, in the summer, kind of how it went for you and then I guess one in September before mine, and then yeah, we'll cool. wrap it up. A little awesome. year long mini series. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be on. I uh, have, of course, been a fan and a listener for so many years, and then I feel as though it really turned into friendships, you know, with you yeah. and Joey. So I'm really excited. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, we have, we have the same views and stuff, so it's easy to talk Definitely. of Disney. Views on Disney. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but thank you everyone for listening and we'll be back with another episode of bridezilla versus groomzilla in uh, a couple months Thank you, Mr. Groomzilla. That was a very interesting first in your series there. So, <laughs> but yes. um, we'll probably do another one here, maybe in a couple weeks. Or we're going to lead into the summertime. So, it sounds like you will be having your wedding before hers. So, yeah, but a little bit, I think. But it, I don't know. It'll be a lot of fun. So, of course, Becky, thank you for joining us for that, and can't wait to hear part two of what you guys got planned. So, uh, before we go, uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do next episode. But um, one of the there's a big news thing that kind of came up, and we were teetering with the idea about talking about it because it, it's controversial, but not. But it's, it's something I'm a big supporter, and then we kind of decided to cut it down. Anyways, basically, uh, I recorded a special 
uh, sideshow with a friend of the show, Udi, from Leaving Today, and uh, also one of our friends, uh, also Gina Corona supporter. And we just kind of gave our take on the whole situation. And if you want to listen to that, um, you can actually listen up on our feed or uh, Leaving Today's feed and let us know what you think. Um, like I said, it's kind of a, a heated subject <laughs> for for some people and wasn't Thank sure you. if it was the right spot for for here or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if anyone wants to know my thoughts on it, uh, basically same as what the, everyone was talking about on the show. So you want to go take a listen to that. I, I feel pretty much the same. <laughs> my and, thoughts are, who is this chick? <laughs> <laughs> Christy was under the sea when that happened. So <laughs> What are we talking about? But yeah. Star Wars stuff. Oh, that's why I don't know. <laughs> Political Star Wars stuff. So that's oh, really even better. Yeah. We all know how yeah. I feel about that, huh, Ryan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. And hey, Ryan, where can people interact with us? You can interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Disney Universe Podcast. And you can watch some of Joey's cool Disney World videos over at Disney Universe TV on at YouTube. I said that backwards. And you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple iTunes podcasts. And very, very cool. And Christy, if people want to join our DU crew, where would they have to be able to go? They can go to <laughs> Patreon. Thank you for showing me the notes. I've got this down now. <laughs> uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash DU crew. I don't even have to look at the notes. Um, and there are three tiers to choose from. Please, please, please support us. And a special shout out and thank you to Jim, Mike, and Sasquatch for your support for the show. Thank you. Thank you, guys, crew. And also, don't forget to check out our friends at Neverland Trading uh, for their massive collection of Disney-inspired shirts and apparel. And, of course, uh, DU listeners and followers get a special discount. All you got to do is, when you hit checkout, go to the code and just type in Devers. That's D-V-E-R-S-E. You'll get a pretty good discount there. And once again, let them know that we sent you that way. Um, we will have a show again in two weeks. Not sure what we're going to be talking about, but special. something fun. It's always special. It's always special. And um, before we leave, one more special happy birthday to Christy. Yay. Uh, so three days ago. Even Ginger, no, even Ginger jumps in. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. And uh, until next time. May the force be with you. Till infinity and beyond. You had me at fish.